Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Thursday, November 10th, 2022. Stand up for your country. Well, there's a lot of depressed people. I don't know anybody really happy about the election. Um, I'm not uh, internalizing it very much because things change so quickly in this country. And uh, we're going to tell you what you can expect so you can protect yourself and your family. I think that's very important information for you to get. Um, and we have a lot of really interesting things to put on you tonight. So I hope you have that old pen and paper. And this talking points memo is President Biden lives to blunder another day. Now, I know that's not nice. I know. But did you see him uh, yesterday in a press conference? Strutting around that little peacock. Uh, Anyway, let's get into the facts. So the reason that the red wave did not appear, according to uh, the University of Chicago uh, study, they study these things fast, is because independent voters broke four percentage points for the Democrats. Unexpected, totally. Because independent voters have to pay the high prices everywhere. They can see the deterioration of crime. They can see the open border on television. They can see it all. 
4%. Now, I thought the uh, 20% edge for the GOP on independence, and that was it. That was it. Now, we don't have an ethnic breakdown or anything like that, but we do have three battleground states, and this is shocking. Pennsylvania independence broke for Democrats by 18 points. Whoa. Georgia, 28 points. And Arizona, 30 points. I'll deal with Arizona in a moment, but something wrong out there. Okay, so that's it. That's what happened. Now, in my analysis of what the independents were thinking, abortion played a bigger role than I might have predicted. And not among men, but among women. Okay, nothing you can do about it. The Supreme Court's decision uh, came down the way they always do. There was no politics involved in it. There was no timing involved in it. But uh, younger independent women uh, want abortion on demand for any reason at any time. No limitations. That's what they want. And, of course, if you're a conservative Republican or even a moderate Republican, you can't support that. You can't. So anyway, that was number one. And number two, it was the specter of Donald Trump. That denier thing, big lie, uh, insurrection, January 6th, among the independent voters, big still. Republican voters have put it behind them. Democratic voters use it to, uh, you know, stamp up outrage. But independent voters, still there. And gone away. Interesting. So as I said there, uh, Joe Biden uh, comes out. Uh, you know, you might remember I used to do a body language segment on the O'Reilly factor. I brought this woman. And the Fox executives hated the segment. They hated it. I never took it seriously. I thought it was just good TV. So we put a politician on and then the woman who was a smart woman. Uh, she'd analyze what he did. His elbow up here. He's touching his head, whatever it may be. Now, to me, it was just, you know, back of the book type stuff, Waters World type stuff. But the Fox Brass, went, <laughs> didn't matter. I always do what I wanted anyway. So I watched Biden's body language last night, and it was pretty interesting. Roll cut one. And I know you were somewhat miffed by my, uh, my uh, obsessive optimism, but... Uh, I felt good during the whole process. I thought we were going to do fine. While any seat lost is painful, some good Democrats didn't win the last night. Democrats had a strong night. And we lost fewer seats in the House of Representatives than any Democratic president's first midterm election in the last 40 years. And we had the best midterm for governors since 1986. All right, so he's now, oh, he's, yeah. We're doing uh, great. So no self-doubt there. And I'm serious. No (laughs) self-doubt. He thinks he's doing great. Uh, Okay. And uh, very, very pleased with himself, Joe Biden. Very, very pleased with him. Now, in the press conference, his wife, Jill, sat about 15 feet away the whole time. Very, very interesting. And sometimes she was on camera. You could see her. I had never seen that before. Can you imagine Melania Trump in a Trump press conference or Michelle Obama looking over uh, Barack's shoulder? No. 
There was Jill Biden. Okay, roll cut to this is a question from the Associated Press reporter Zeke Miller. You mentioned that uh, Americans are frustrated. And in fact, 75% of voters say the country is heading into the wrong direction despite the results of last night. What in the next two years do you intend to do differently uh, to change people's uh, opinion of the direction of the country, particularly as you contemplate a run for president in 2024? Nothing, because they're just finding out what we're doing. Nothing. Going to do exactly what we do. Hey, okay. Now, today, the Biden administration got good news as inflation dropped from 8.4% in uh, September, 8.2% in September, to 7.7% in October. Okay, a uh, down 0.4%. The math isn't really adding up here because they, there's little decimal points all over the place. But it was, it was a drop. And that's good news for the country, including the Biden administration. Inflation came down just, just a little bit. Now, the unintended consequence, which you'll never hear, is in order to make that happen, that drop, uh, the Fed's had to raise rates, lending rates, okay? And when you le- raise lending rates, whatever you want to borrow for goes down. So housing is the big one. The mortgage rates are high. People say, well, maybe I'm going to buy the house now or the car now, okay, or the big ticket item, whatever it may be now. That will catch up in 23. And that's why people fear a recession, because the big ticket items that you have to borrow to acquire are not being bought as much with high interest rates. The better news is that the Fed probably will not raise as dramatically. So the next time around, it might be a quarter percent because they're on the downside. Okay. now, will you see prices come down? No, the lag time is big. So people in business, they want to make as much money as possible. They're not going to go, oh, yeah, we're going to drop our this today or the mortgage rate today. No, that takes a while. So gas, for example, is going up. So average price in the country is $3.80 a gallon. Now, uh, last week it was $3.78, up two cents this week. A year ago it was $3.41. All right, so it's still a problem for Americans and, and all of that. So I see next year... Uh, an economy that is going to be weaker and more layoffs. Even though the employment rate is, unemployment rate is very low, there's going to be layoffs. You see it in this uh, meta outfit now. You know, all the uh, high-tech companies are laying well, people off like crazy now. It's gonna, that's going to start. Um, the final thing, though, is the stock market reacted very well today to the uh, inflation rate dropping. Now, you remember that I told you in the midst of all the chaos in early summer, when I was getting 100 letters a day, what should I do, what should I do, what should I Hold firm. Don't try to time the market. So I don't know what's going to happen in the stock market. I have no blanket idea. But today was a good day. 
if you have an IRA or any other retirement account. All right, so Biden is strutting around that uh, he did really well on Election Day, which he didn't, of course, because, uh, and we'll get to that in a moment, his whole agenda is neutered. It's out. Not going to get anything done. So he's going to Egypt, a place called Sharm el-Sheikh on the Red Sea. Uh, I made a very bad joke today on WABC that uh, the president thinks he's going to shake Shaq, not Charmel Shake. Terrible. Terrible joke. Then after that, uh, this is the, in Egypt, the uh, climate change. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Then he's going to Cambodia. I've never been there. I've been to, obviously, Egypt, uh, but I haven't been to Cambodia. And uh, he's going there to meet with some uh, Asian countries to bulk up against China. Then he's going to Indonesia. Uh, I've been there. And uh, to Bali. I spent a week in Bali. Beautiful place. Um, And then he's going to have a meeting with Xi, the communist president of China. Good. Good. I mean, we don't want a war with China, right? Let's avert it if possible. China's economy is way worse than ours. And uh, for them to get in a war now, I, I can't even imagine it. But then anyway, that's where he's going. Uh, anyway, Joe Biden. So uh, the country's fragmenting, obviously. So you got Chicago, Illinois, New York, and it's over. It's just left, 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 and that's where it's going to be, okay? Now, where I live in New York, it's kicked back to conservative principles, Long Island, Nassau, and Suffolk County. Thank God. And the way that we run our government here in Nassau is so much different than just where I am now, 12 miles away, which is the Queens line of New York City. Criminals know. Drug dealers know. You sell drugs in New York City, Queens, nothing going to happen to you, even if it's heroin and fentanyl. You come over the line into Nassau, you're going to get hurt. You'll be prosecuted. They know it. So I'm very pleased with Long Island and because we have working people here 100%. I know the Hamptons, but that's just summer stuff. 100% here. People just trying to make a living. And it's hard because they got to commute into that big city, that chaotic place. Many of them do. And it's hard. And they've had enough. But just north of the city, Westchester County stays left. It's crazy. Anyway, so the country is fragmenting into tribes. Left-wing tribal headquarters, California, Illinois, New York. Right-wing tribal headquarters, Florida, Texas, and and a number of other states, but they're not at that huge level. Okay, so that's the way it is. Do I see any change in that area? No, I don't. Some smaller states are changing. Arizona is a blue state. And it's also an incompetent state. Horribly run. Nevada swinging back and forth in unions dominating because of Vegas. I wouldn't call it a blue state, but it's kind of nothing state. It it goes back and forth. But South, Midwest, Upper Midwest, you see a big wall of tradition. You get out to West Coast, 
It's hopeless. Washington State, Oregon, California, never going to change. Utah, conservative. Idaho, conservative. Wyoming, conservative. Montana, Montana's shifting, but still pretty traditional. But anyways, the whole country's fragmenting apart. So the Carolinas are hanging on to being Republican places, but Georgia and Virginia, you don't know what's going to happen in those two states. You know what's going to happen in Alabama and Mississippi and Arkansas and Tennessee, but you don't know in Georgia and Virginia. This fragmentation is new. All right. We never had this before. New England has always been liberal. New York is usually but not crazy left like it is now. New York is a crazy left state now. It's almost as bad as California after the election. Now, this is not good. I mean, obviously, I'm a traditional American, a registered independent. I want problem solvers in office. We don't have them. There's no one in the state of New York that's going to solve any problem in Albany. And the same thing in Sacramento and in Springfield, Illinois. No one is going to solve the problems there or even try. Now, DeSantis is now the front runner to be president. I think he's passed Trump because he did. He did solve problems. And um, Abbott in uh, Texas, Abbott's a tough guy. You know, he knew that this border intrusion was killing his state, and he fought it. New Mexico, total opposite. Now, not many people live in New Mexico, so it's, you don't hear about it much. Total opposite. That's the country we live in now. It's very, very, um, I'm not depressed about it or disheartened about it. I'm a little discouraged about it because people are going to get hurt. The progressive left is not going to protect anybody. Anybody. We're all on our own. That's why the Second Amendment and self-protection is so important. We are on our own. Even in the conservative states, you got to be able to protect yourself. Okay, crime. So there is a sliver of good news. Looks like uh, in Los Angeles, they're going to put in a guy who's going to fight crime, Rick Caruso. He's beating the uh, far left candidate, Karen Bass. Still hasn't been called, um, but it looks like Caruso is going to win. And uh, Los Angeles has just blown up. So uh, that's a good news situation. But in New York and Chicago, expect many more dead African-Americans. The same people who voted for the progressives are going to be killed in the streets more and more and more. Apparently, don't. The community, as Al Sharpton puts it, doesn't mind that. Al Sharpton doesn't mind that. He doesn't care if there are more dead black people in the street. Doesn't care. Okay, so this was a topic on News Nation last night when I visited Chris Cuomo. Go. Crime is about poverty. Okay. Helping people with jobs, helping people with the relief they need. Republicans aren't known for catering to those communities. That's right. Republicans want to put violent criminals in prison to protect the people on the street who have to go to the grocery store. Hochul and the Democrats and AOC don't want to do that. They want to depopulate the prisons. Mm -hmm. So it's staggering. I could see maybe 60, 40, 
um, African-Americans breaking for Dems because of legacy voting, because that's the way post-World War II it's been in this country. And for good reason in many places. Republicans haven't really uh, reached out and um, convinced African-Americans en masse that they're looking out for them. Uh, that's absolutely true. But right now is right now. And you're living in a crisis situation in Bedford-Stuy. And the crisis situation is going to get worse, Cuomo. It's going to get worse. Help is not on the way. And the big reason is, in places like New York City and Chicago, the police are demoralized. More NYP are leaving, retiring, uh, just getting jobs elsewhere. These are veteran cops because they know they can't do anything to protect the neighborhoods to which they're assigned. So why would you want to be a police officer if you can't help? Why? So they're leaving. And the fewer effective police officers, the more danger people are in. I can't describe it because most people don't live in New York City. You visit, but you visit Manhattan. You see the shows, you do this. You walk a Bronx neighborhood, as I did a few weeks ago, um, uh, going to the New York Yankees playoff game. There are literally thousands of people living in these apartments. And they're not nice apartments. They're functional, working-class apartments. But they're jammed on top of one another, these folks. Okay? It's the same thing in all the working-class neighborhoods in New York City outside of Staten Island, which is a little bit different. They're jammed together. And roaming the streets, <clears throat> excuse me, roaming the streets are armed drug gangs who will shoot you. It doesn't matter. Life doesn't mean anything to these people, primarily African-American gangs, but some Hispanics. OK, now they are extorters in addition to selling narcotics. They'll come into the bodega and they'll say to the guy, you give us. $50 a week, or we're going to burn your store down. I mean, this is what these people do. There is no pushback against them. None. So Cuomo's telling me about, oh, uh, this is the tradition, and we need to get together, and we need to have a meeting, and we need... This is all bull. Unless you fight these people hand-to-hand, -hand, these armed criminals, as Giuliani and Bloomberg did, and won... They're going to overrun the neighborhoods. The violence is going to be out of control. And the poor people living there through no fault of their own, with one asterisk next to that, are being terrorized. That's the situation. Okay. Now, unfortunately, the majority of the people, the victims, voted for Hochul. So they voted against their own self-interest. Do they think things are going to get better? A magic wand is going to come in and say, oh, yeah, the drug lings are going to all go home. They voted for the woman, the governor, who will not do anything because she doesn't care. Joe Biden doesn't care about a lot of things. The border being number one. Doesn't care how many foreign nationals come in this country. Our president of the United States does not care. So we see what that leads to, right? So the governor of New York, the governor of Illinois, and the governor of California, none of them care about how many dead minority people are lying in the gutter. And that's the truth. 
because they make no attempt to fight back against the murderers. None. This is so simple to me. And if you're an honest person, you know what I'm saying is true. You know it is absolutely true. Now, I'm not going to condemn the poor people who voted the wrong way on Tuesday. Not going to do that. I don't know them. I don't know their circumstances. But I will say it is getting harder and harder for me to feel sorry for you when you break 90% and vote for a governor who is hurting you. It's very hard for me to feel sorry for you, the victim. I'm just being honest. Polling accuracy, we promised we'd have it. Okay, so these are the top five least accurate polls before the vote. Trafalgar, very surprised, blew it entirely in Pennsylvania. Emerson College, which is now the worst poll in the United States, they blew it in Pennsylvania. Trafalgar, again, blew it in New York State. Marist College, very weak poll, blew it in Ohio big time. Emerson College, again, blew it in Wisconsin. So if you see Emerson College on any poll, you know it's baloney. Here are the most accurate, the five. Trafalgar, so they blew it, but then they came back in Ohio and pinpointed it. Emerson, to be fair, Georgia, they got Georgia right. Siena, ridiculous. Nevada and everywhere else, they didn't know what was going on. Marist College, I pointed out, very weak poll. And Trafalgar was very accurate in Georgia. So Trafalgar, which are we use, they got two five stars, and one one star. Okay. Now, the worst poll before the vote was the NBC News poll, which said that the generic congressional was up six or seven points favoring the Dems. Okay? The vote showed that the generic congressionals were Republican. Not by a staggering margin, but about four or five percent. So the Republicans will take the House and good chance they'll take the Senate, too. Good chance Walker will win. I'll get to that in a moment. Um, and so NBC News put out a poll, totally bogus. And they, I know why they did it. They didn't believe the poll. OK, this when I saw this, I, I, I just went, what? So the midterm election television returns. 25 million Americans watch them. That is a 29% drop from two years ago. Oh, 29% fewer people watch the returns on, on a vote that was staggeringly important. Now I'm looking at this. I, 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 I said, what is going on? Now, I've told you in the past that it's all over for the traditional media because the younger folks get their information from the computers, from the devices. They don't turn it on. Now, I'm watching the traditional uh, presentations, but 29% of my co-country people aren't. Just two years. In just two years. Now, I have to say it was boring almost beyond belief. How many times did I hear, it's still early? 
50,000 times. These people who are on your television screen largely don't know what to say. And they're terrified of saying something wrong. So they fall back on cliche after cliche after cliche. What do you make of this? That kind of stuff. There's not a lot of thinking going on. So you have a bunch of little robots, and this is across the board, like this. And it's boring. And people just turn it off. Now, there are exceptions, and you know who they are. And the people who do think and are lively, they prosper. But most of them don't. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Arizona. If I were president of the United States, I would appoint an overseer for the next eight years in Arizona because they cannot count their votes there. It's not they won't. They can't. A little state like Arizona. We're still, what, 48 hours now? Still don't know. Florida, huge. California, huge. New York, huge. Huge states. They can all count in one day. Arizona can't count it in three days. Problem. Roll the tape on Arizona. You never know what's going to happen in an election. No one here at Maricopa County has ever claimed that there is such a thing as a perfect election. We apologize to those voters who are inconvenienced by some of the things that occurred today. Not enough. They all have to go. Um, They've got to be brand new uh, structure in Arizona and Nevada. Nevada, not as bad, but still, we don't know. We don't know governor race. We don't know Senate Laxholz ahead. Um, Lombardo's ahead. I think they'll win. But Nevada is a tiny state. It's tiny. Four electoral votes. Can't count them. So the federal overseers need to come in to tell the state authorities, here's how you run an election. And they all make excuses. Well, mail in this and this and that. If you're going to have massive mail-ins, which we do, you have to have discipline. There has to be a rule for a mail-in vote. And the rule is it's got to get to the election place on this day, at this time. And if it doesn't, it's not getting counted. All right? And then the state has got to have an apparatus to take those mail-ins and count them in an efficient way. 
Again, if Florida and New York and California can count their votes, Arizona and Nevada can't, unacceptable, dangerous. Georgia. Okay, so the key in Georgia is a guy named Chase Oliver, who I didn't even know existed. 37-year-old Atlantic businessman, Atlanta businessman. He ran on the Libertarian ticket. He got 81,000 votes. Okay, so the difference between uh, Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock was about 30,000 votes. All right, Warnock beat him by about 30,000, maybe a little bit less. So old uh, Chase Oliver had 80,000. So if the Libertarian would then endorse either Walker or Warnock, he would figure they would win. So you don't want Chase endorsing, though, if you're a Republican, because this guy wants immigration reform. That's open borders. He wants criminal justice reform. That's no prison. He wants to end wars. Thank you. And the war on drugs, that means legalized drugs. You don't want this guy. This is not a good guy. And I don't think he's going to endorse Herschel Walker. So I, I you know, said, I, Walker, I don't know. But Lindsey Graham said this, go. Here's what I think. Warnock doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell if we'll get behind Herschel Walker. If you're an incumbent and you come up short the first time, you're not going to win the second time. Snowball's chance in hell? I, I don't know. I'm going to watch it really, really closely. Don't know. Can't tell you. Wish I could. So my predictions, I was right about the House going to the GOP. I was off by one on the Senate. I said that uh, Republicans would win 52 seats. Looks like they will win 51 if Walker can prevail, if Lindsey Graham is right. <sighs> And I uh, was wrong about uh, Pennsylvania. I thought Oz would squeak by and Fetterman won. You know, Fetterman won by four points. Just boggles the mind. Beto O'Rourke got waxed, but that everybody knew he would. But here's the story. So over the last four years, he's ran against Ted Cruz, lost, and now he ran for governor, lost. Guess how much money Beto O'Rourke has spent running for office. Come on, guess. $175 million. $175 million. One guy. Beto. The Dumb Life segment. You know we have the Smart Life segment, so tonight we have the Dumb Life segment. Um... Two states legalized recreational marijuana, Maryland, Missouri. Three states voted it down, Arkansas, North and South Dakota. Now, dumb life is legalizing recreational marijuana because it leads to bad things. If you are inebriating, some people can handle it and a lot of people cannot, particularly young people. You get in a car, well, all the states that have legalized marijuana, they're all DUIs are through the roof. So it's dumb. But again, people do it. Smart life. Um, this is a concierge member segment. 
So if you go to BillOReilly.com, we hope you do every day. You can sign up for concierge membership, which means you get to send me emails whenever you want. They are totally protected. We will never give out any of your information. And you can ask me anything you want. And if you have a problem, I'll try to help you with it. Concierge membership. Here are some testimonials. Bill Bell, Rogersville, Tennessee. Thanks to you, Bill. I saved thousands of dollars. I wanted to buy a car in 21. But in March 20, you said do it now because you won't find a better deal because of the pandemic. I did, and I saved thousands. Bill, I'm glad I could do that for you. Michael, uh, concierge member, says, a few months ago, my wife and I were planning a special vacation to London for being married 25 years. You provided insight on where to stay and what to do. We had a super experience. We do a lot of that. Since I've been to 84 countries, I can kind of steer you around. Um, Dennis, Tennessee, after eight months, I wrote to you regarding my mother's Alzheimer's. I was being encouraged by my daughter, brother, and sister to place her in a care facility. I didn't want to do it. I felt guilty. I did it because she recommended that I do it. And now my mother is happy and safe. My mother went through the same thing. I did keep her in my family home, but I had the resources to pay 24-7 care. But um, when your mother gets to a certain point, You've got to get the best facility, the best care. For my mother, it was her own home. But I'm glad I could help you with that, Dennis. Jeffrey, South Carolina, became a concierge member last year. Not going to lie, I was skeptical. But I'm so glad I made the decision. You guys always respond within a short time. And you gave me great advice on writing. So if you have a skill set and you want to develop it, I will help you do that. And I appreciate Jeff. Jeffrey. Last one, Vincent. Hyde Park, Vermont. I'm 84. My wife died last year. We were married 62 years. I sent you a letter asking for your advice. You said, remember the good times. I'll never forget it. And I do that every day. Warms my heart, Vincent. When you have a severe loss, whether it be a spouse or a friend or a dog or a cat or anything, when the depressing thought comes in your mind, you hold the thought, but then you immediately replace it with a good thought about that person. And you being married 62 years, you must have had great, great memories. So that's the kind of stuff we do at Concierge Membership. And we hope you check it out. It's a great Christmas gift, but it's good for you. And it's at BillOReilly.com. This day in history, the Great Wall of China opens for the first time 52 years ago, 1970, November 10th, one of the seven wonders of the world. I haven't been there. I've been to China, but I never got up to the wall. But this is an unbelievable 5,500 miles long, all right, uh, 15 to 39 feet high, 32 feet thick. It was built to keep out the Mongol horsemen who were just devastating China. A million people were died constructing this wall, many of them buried inside the wall. It is now the number one attraction in Asia I really hope I get there. It's on my list. Okay, back with the mail segment in a moment. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. 
American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. All right, the election mail segment, Mark. I'm not buying it. How can the country poll at 79 percent and uh, elect the people who are steering it in the wrong direction? Something's rotten in Denmark. It ain't the cheese. It's rotten because independents, independent voters, we said, broke for the Dems. There's no fraud. Eric, a failure of the Republican wave is a fault of Donald Trump. He endorsed candidates based on whether they were loyal to him. OK, that's not invalid. You debatable. Sheila Fisher, Providence, Rhode Island, very disappointed. Problems half the country lives off entitlements paid by the other half. And regardless of how good or bad a president is, they will vote for the entitlement guy. That's right. That's true. Lane, I wonder after this election if there are enough traditional people left in this country. So do I. So do I. Certainly in Florida and Texas and in many other states there are, but not in New York. Jeffrey, Republicans underestimated the abortion issue and the effect on the voter turnout. Well, what are they going to do about it? Supreme Court made the decision. It's not based on politics. They don't time stuff like that. Republicans couldn't do anything about it. Tony Bonono, uh, West Hazleton, Pennsylvania, disappointed with the election. But uh, we just have to move on and try to improve. You know, that's my philosophy. I'm disappointed, too. But things change really fast on this planet. So I'm not going to brood about it. Lisa Crump, Homer, Louisiana, large segments of the population have been convinced they are victims and need Democrat leaders to protect them from their oppressors. Absolutely. Big victimization uh, vote. Huge. That's what uh, elected Hochul here in New York, the victimization vote. Linda Wood, Dade City, Florida. I think the election was stolen again. Linda, you can believe what you want to believe, but there is absolutely no evidence of that. Uh, Philip. Roth, Monroe, Louisiana, we were told the GOP was making inroads with the black community. Looks like that was false. It was. They did not vote economics. African-Americans did not vote economics. Thought they would? Didn't. John, I truly enjoy the bantering that occurs when O'Reilly and Cuomo engage. I'm not a fan of Chris Cuomo from his time at CNN. But I do enjoy watching Bill and him go at it. I think that News Nation segment is worthy. 
I should be on there again next Wednesday. That's why I'm doing it, spreading the word, getting a lot of attention, that's for sure. And I'm my feisty self. Okay, BillOReilly.com Christmas store opens for business on Monday. You can get a preview if you go there. Um, any kind of premium or concierge membership, get a free book. Any book you want, Killing the Legends. Killing the Legends, still a big bestseller. And we have a great deal. You buy three books, Killing the Legends, Killing the Mob, Killing the Killers. We'll give you $36 off the price. 36 bucks you save by buying the bundle. Word of the day, no solder. Brand new word, never used it before. S-A-W-D-E-R, no solder. When writing to me, bill at billoreilly.com, bill at billoreilly.com, name in town. If you wish to opine, back with the final thought. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, here is the final thought of the day. Uh, things are changing in America, in the world, and everywhere. Here are, and next week I'm going to get into this uh, heavy. Here are the major changes in this country. Media, television, movies, music. All our culture changing dramatically. Okay? Church going, changing dramatically. Independent thinking. Less and less and less of that, okay? Self-respect and personal discipline. Two keys to success in a capitalistic system on the decline. So I'm going to, as I said, get into this very specifically. But these changes are not temporary. They are permanent changes. And most people don't understand What's going on? I do. Now, alert people, aware people can take advantage of these changes to help themselves, to make themselves stronger. So next week, we'll do it probably in the Smart Life segments, and I'll lay this out for you. But it's fascinating, and it is important. As always, we thank all of you listening and watching across the world to the No Spin News. We'll have a Sunday noon column, and I will see you again on Monday. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. 
Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.